0: you have a happy life? I mean, truly happy. If I asked you to define what a truly happy life looks like, could you do it? I'm starting the conversation about what it means to be truly happy from within and why things that you think create your happiness from outside of yourself are actually not what creates a truly happy life. So grab your cup of tea, sit back and chat with me. I've missed you. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Darling So It Goes. I'm your host, Pascal, and I just want to check in with everybody before we start this evening and just see how you're all doing. I feel like in different places, the weather hasn't been exactly springtimey. It was super nice today, but still cool. And I feel like everybody is just ready for summer and ready to be warm. And tired of the rain. So just do a quick check in with yourself. Just stop for a moment, take a deep breath, think about your day to day, think about if you're getting sunshine when the sun is out. Goodness knows that enough people have seasonal depression. Check in with yourself and make sure that. You're getting enough social connection, enough social interaction. Are you getting enough sleep? Are you being productive but not overworking yourself? It's important to check in with yourself from time to time and do a reset if you need to, just so you're living your best, most wicked relaxed life. Before we jump into tonight's show, I would like to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to talk about loneliness and what to do if you feel lonely. So stick around. Welcome back. Like I said before the break, I'm going to talk about loneliness tonight. And as I am sitting here thinking about it, the picture that I'm looking at on my computer is of my European family. And it's the cover on my Facebook page. And we're all laughing. And that picture is exactly the opposite of loneliness. And so I guess what I am saying is that that's my wish for all of you, is that you can laugh every day with a group of people, with one person, with your friends, with your family, with your coworkers, with your neighbors, whoever it is, but try to bring laughter into every day. So I led the Happiness Workshop last night, and it was an amazing group of women, but one of the comments that came up when I asked each person to introduce themselves and tell me how happiness shows up in their life was that she was very lonely. This woman, she said that she does have things that she enjoys and, you know, her children are grown now and she's just trying to figure out where she fits in, what's her purpose, and she's lonely. And I'm not sure where you happen to be in what stage of life happen to be in right now. But in different stages of life does come different stages of loneliness, right? I remember that all I wanted to do was have children. And once I had my first baby, I decided to be a stay-home mom. My mom was a stay-home mom. So I just always knew that when it came time to have children of my own, I was going to be a stay home mom and I loved it and I had three children and I stayed home with them and I would not have traded a thing in the world for that experience. Those were my babies. I just wanted to be with them. I wanted to raise them up. I wanted to play with them. I wanted to love on them. I wanted to teach them everything. So I was a stay home mom best job I ever had in the entire world. But the one thing that no one ever told me about being a stay-at-home mom is just how lonely it really is. And I was very blessed because I had a playgroup when my daughter was, she's my oldest, and when she was, I don't know, three to six months old, we joined a gymoree group and it's one of those where you sit in a circle with your baby and you sing songs and they play and honestly I think it might be more for the mothers than it is for the children because from that group we formed our own play group and that play group literally is what got me through those years. And I'm not trying to be dramatic about that, but we would get together at least once a week and then some of us throughout the week would go walk at the mall with the babies in the strollers or go to the park and walk with the strollers. Sometimes we would have a mom's night out where just the moms would get together, pick a restaurant, go out and have an evening. And that is I really believe what got me through that time and even though I was blessed with those people in my life at that time, it was still so lonely and I don't know how else to describe it. It was such a double-edged sword because I wanted to be there. I wanted to do what I was doing. It was so hard, but it was so rewarding. I wouldn't have wanted to miss a second with those babies. But while I was playing with my babies and taking care of my babies, I was still lonely. And I think it's just that need for human connection, that need for connection with your peers, adult connection, because it's just not the same as having a connection with your children. You need that adult conversation, that adult interaction. It was so important and it really did get me through it. So what that leads me to think about is how easy it is to make friends when you have small children. You make friends at the park. You make friends at playgroups. You make friends at the library. You make friends when they go to school. You make friends when they're on sports teams. All throughout their childhood until they're out of school, when they graduate school, I'm still making new friends from my kids' sports teams in high school, but when you're beyond your kids' being in school, where do you make new friends and Maybe you still have some of your friends from high school or from when you were younger, or from when your kids were younger, you might still have connection with those people. you might still be friendly with those people, or one of them may be your best friends still, and that's great, but it's not that way for everyone. And I think everyone probably has a group of friends where they're important in that time in your life. So let's talk about the playgroup again when my kids were little. Like I said, those women got me through that time. And I loved each of them. But as much as I loved them in that time, I don't talk to any of them on a daily basis anymore. Not because we've had a falling out, but simply for the fact that I moved an hour away. The one friend who was my best friend up here, where I live now for years and years, she moved seven hours away. And I still see these people on Facebook and I still interact with them on social media. But we don't get to actually talk in person very often at all. And I miss them and I miss that and I'm grateful for social media, but it's not the same as having a physical person in your space. So the question still stands, where do you meet physical, live human beings that are not on social media? Well, one answer, I guess, is through social media. You can meet people, whether it be on town pages or Dating services, I don't know, the local library page, whatever the case may be. I'm going to be going to an event next week at our local library and it's called the basics of tea, like tea that you drink. And I just happened to be in there yesterday and I saw the flyer and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so fun. So I'm not going with anyone and I'm not necessarily going there to make new friends I just thought the event would be kind of fun. So if you're a tea drinker, for example, and saw that flyer, you might sign up for that event. And while you're there, strike up a conversation with other attendees who are there. It's so cute, you guys. You bring your own teacup and you sample different kinds of tea from around the world and you just sit and have conversation and learn about tea. I think it's going to be so fun. So anyway, but that's a perfect example of a place where you can go and meet new people. It's not high pressure. It's nice and relaxing. Just going to have a cup of tea. So be on the lookout for events like that in your community. If you are a retired person and you like to do gardening, there are gardening clubs Maybe you want to join the board for planning social events in your town. I don't know. There are a million suggestions, but I guess it all boils down to the same thing. Think about what you're interested in. Think about something you enjoy doing, a hobby. Think about something that you'd like to learn more about. Sign up for those sorts of events. Don't be afraid to strike up conversation. Introduce yourself and find out more about other people. I do have one piece of advice, which is to listen more than you speak. People like to feel like you're interested in them. So instead of introducing yourself and then going on into this long rambling thing about who you are and what you do, ask the other person more questions. What do they do? Do they have children? Do they live locally? The conversation will start to flow organically, but you will absolutely make a better connection if you show interest in the other person. And if that's not what you normally do, that's not what you're used to doing, it might take some effort. It might take some practice, but I promise you once the energy of the conversation gets flowing, if it's a good connection, it's just gonna carry on and all of a sudden, You won't even realize how you got so comfortable so quickly and now you have a new friend. One of the most important things that I teach in the happiness workshop is that happiness needs to start within. You have to find ways to go within your own self, to find who you really are as a person, to find what's important to you, your values, your ethics. And then moving forward, you're going to carry those things into your new relationships with people. So the first step is going to be to meet these people. And then the second step is going to be getting to know them, but also then letting them get to know you in turn. Don't try to be someone you're not. If it's a true connection, it's going to be a connection for who you are as individuals if you're pretending to be more than you are or something you're not that's not a true connection and it's not going to last because how long can you hold up a facade right and why would you want to if you're going to have a new friend wouldn't you want to just be yourself my best friend she knows the good the bad and the ugly and we're still best friends and i know the good the bad and the ugly about her as well And honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. Do we get on each other's nerves sometimes? Yup. Do we make each other annoyed or mad sometimes? We sure do. But it doesn't matter because we've got a true human connection. We love each other so much. And honestly, I couldn't imagine my life without her. So my wish for you is to have friends like that. You're probably not going to have 50 friends like that, but if you have one or two really good friends like that, you are very blessed. So as you go throughout the upcoming week, really start to sit with those questions. Who am I? What's important to me? What are my values, my ethics? What do I like to do? What are my hobbies? What am I good at? What would I enjoy learning more about? Where can I sign up for activities? And what would it look like if I went to an event alone and struck up a conversation with someone else? What would I say? What would that look like? So think about it. If you have any questions or want to talk more on this topic, certainly feel free to shoot me an email and we can chat over email. And as you go through your upcoming week, asking yourself all these questions. Don't let it overwhelm you. Just say, darling, so it goes. Keep asking the questions, keep learning, and have a wonderful week.